the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Investing, retirement planning, and so much more. We are the Biz 1440 KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The U.S. Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade, the 1973 landmark decision guaranteeing the constitutional right to an abortion. At a news conference, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says the court has given what he called a voice for all life. Americans celebrate this historic victory because we know it will save the lives of millions of children and it will give families hope. The overturning of Roe upsetting 50 years of legal precedence comes as a consequence of the high court's ruling on Friday in the high-profile abortion case Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization. The Norwegian Security Service, PST, has raised its terror alert to the highest level after a shooting left two people dead and many wounded during Pride Week in Oslo. A gunman opened fire in Oslo's nightlife district in what police are investigating as a possible terrorist attack. This is SRN News. Hi, this is Randy with Arby's Computer Service. You have heard me advertise on this and other stations for years and have trusted us for your IT needs, and I thank you for that. We now have an immediate need for a network server tech in our organization. If you or someone you know has a year or more business experience supporting these environments and is looking to work for a company like ours, I would like to speak with you. We are very competitive with other large companies for pay and benefits, including health and retirement planning. But because we are smaller, our environment is friendly and more flexible than some of the larger IT companies. You can do your job and it can actually be fun doing so working for us. Call me today to determine if you have the requirements for the position so we can move forward and you can become part of our team. We can be reached at 763-441-3884 or you can email me randy at rbsmn.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. 
The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show. How about a fresca? Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. He's a strange doctor. Strange doctor. We finally made it to campus. Good morning. Welcome. King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Thank you for being with us today. Always glad to be with you. Happy times to be here on the show. It's a, um, I'm up here in St. Cloud and it's a little cloudy up here right now. We've had, uh, we had a localized uh, bit of uh, rain yesterday morning. It was like four, 4.4 inches of, um, of uh, snow, uh, of rain, excuse me. I'm hearing music in the background there, Marshall. Uh, so so uh, you, you want to have that in a different channel. Uh, anyway, uh, we're live. 651-289-4477. 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions and comments. Uh, thank you so much for uh, spending time with us today. You've got all kinds of choices on a beautiful June weekend, uh, those Hideous hot temperatures look like they may be gone. It's currently 68 up here and looking looking for a high in the in the low 80s. Uh, perfect day to be outside. So so do so. But only only after you listen to uh, us and then go over to our sister station AM 12A The Patriot and listen to some Narn, including uh, Mitch and Jack are on today and Brad's on tomorrow. Make sure you make time for them. Um, what have we got to talk about? Uh, here's what I won't talk about. Everybody's focused on on the Supreme Court cases. There are actually three very important cases that were announced this past week. I'm not a lawyer. I do teach. I have taught. I haven't for years, but I uh, created a course called Law and Economics up here back in the 1990s. Um, it's one of my was it was a course that I created. I enjoyed teaching it. And then when someone came along and said, you know, I would love to teach that course, I said, you can, you can teach it as many times as you want. And I never saw the course again. Um, it would be kind of fun to do it one more time before I, before I uh, leave St. Cloud State and retire. Uh, but uh, retire from – I'm not actually going to ever retire from teaching. Anytime anyone's willing to give me a chance to teach, I will teach um, because that's what I love to do uh, here. But, uh, but I – don't have much to add to the to all the commentary. I would say listen to Mitch, listen to Jack, listen to Brad. I'm sure they're all going to talk about this at some length. Um, but this show has always been sort of a counter-programming theory. Um, people want to talk about finance. From time to time, you become uh, the hot piece of news uh, because all of a sudden uh, people are talking about bear markets or people are talking about the price of gas where people are talking about what is this thing the Federal Reserve is doing. Uh, we cover all that. We'll cover all that again today. Uh, and we just sort of stick to our knitting here on on the show. So uh, I'm going to – I'm going to – I'm not downplaying those other pieces. Tremendously important. The decision the decision yesterday uh, on the Dobbs, the Dobbs decision uh, reverses uh, 50 years of uh, – I mean, it's it's one thing to say it reverses 50 years of, of precedent. I, I refuse to say it re- 
reverses 50 years of stare decisis because we've been we've been kind of working backwards from that for for some time but uh that's about all all i'll say about that uh, you know what i will say this much and then i'm going to go away from that topic and i don't need to discuss it anymore with you when i teach law and economics one of the things i do tell them is precedent matters because it builds certainty in how you build financial and business relationships if i know that that if in a dispute between me and someone else i write a contract with how the court will decide to rectify any disagreement it gives me more confidence in writing that contract and we want confidence in contracts in order to in order to be able to invest long term that relates to what we talk about with oil and we'll do that again today the, uh, because president biden and seems sometimes to be at odds with his own cabinet uh, some and and seems to be at odds with congress it doesn't seem interested in his idea of a gas tax holiday i'll i'll i'll, I'll put the punchline up front it's it's about as dumb an idea as uh, I've heard from this administration, which has had a few dumb ideas already. But this this is big time dumb uh, in numerous ways. But one thing that we'll say and we'll make it make more plain is the reason you like precedent and stare decisis and why you should be very 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 careful about what you do to disturb those is because businesses can invest, for example, in making pipelines when they don't know from one week to the next what the regulatory structure is under which they're making them. They, they don't understand what the legal landscape looks like. They don't know how to do that. That's a problem. That's, that's a problem for them. And it, it causes them to withhold investment funds. So, you know... One should be one should. I will say I, you know, I agree with what was done. I what happened. I just, but I do want to say at the same time, you hope this isn't one of these cases where we're we're undoing all these various kinds of precedent because disturbing that landscape um, does decrease the amount of economic activity. Not so much here in this in this particular incident instance of um, of uh, of uh, the right to life, but it does disturb. It it can in other areas cause disturbances. I'll leave that there. I don't need to talk about it anymore with you. But let's talk about the the go back and talk about the economic news of the week. So let me just give you a quick up uh, a, a quick update. Um, you were just listening to uh, our friends at Real Estate Chalk Talk, and 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 they're they do tremendous work. Uh, I love listening to them. Um, they were talking, but they're talking about home sales news this week was actually I thought pretty positive on the in terms of home selling. Um, we've you know new home sales are quite up. I was looking at this graph, and you know what? I'm gonna I, I don't know that I put this on my my Twitter feed using the hashtag pound KBRSL. I'll repost this at the break for you. But one of the things to look at is what happens to new home sales. Um, it, it, what happens to new home sales? Uh, um, 
in terms of what whether or not we're going into a recession. We had a very positive outcome here uh, with 100K more than expected, up to 696,000 new homes sold. Uh, there was a revision of the April number up by 38,000. Um, big up in the south, in the south and out west. It was down in the northeast. It's down in the Midwest. Um, that we're still above the number of house new homes to be sold on average. Normally, there's six months of inventory of new homes on the market. We're currently at around eight uh, months. Median home prices are up 15% on new homes. Now, mortgages went, number of mortgage applications was up in the week. Existing home sales was down from 5.6 to 5.4, but we're still well below the number of houses, existing homes. We don't like the word used. We say existing homes in the market. Um, but at 2.6 months of inventory, that's a really low number. That number is also typically in the four, five, six range. Those median home prices also up about 15%. First time home buyers, and here's the part that does that should give us concern with higher interest rates. With a with the mortgage rate, the mortgage rate this week was um, by the Mortgage Bankers Association. Um, the average price on a new rate on a new mortgage was 5.98%. So we have 6% mortgages now, um, which has dropped the number of first-time home buyers uh, to 27% as a share of the total number of homes being bought. First-time home buyers are 27% of the buyers. A year ago, that was 31%. So that number's come down uh, a little bit. Uh, and I'm still, you know, I... But uh, by and large, the news on home sales, which was the biggest news of the week, was positive. On the negative side, the thing that really would uh, give me some, give us some heartburn, um, the preliminary read on the on the University of Michigan Consumer Confidence numbers. Remember, you had heard last week that Chairman Powell. Uh, had said that the inflation expectations number in that University of Michigan survey gave him heart gave the FOMC heartburn at 3.3 percent in terms of inflation expectations over the next five years. That's now down to 3.1. That's good, um, but now but still with inflation for the year for the next 12 months expected to be at 5 percent. So you still have a lot of work to do on that, um, but but we're now at fifty percent on the fifty point oh on the consumer confidence number. Um, those are those are down significantly. Here's a quote. I want to read this quote to you from the U of from the University of Michigan. Consumers across income, age, education, geographic region, political affiliation, stockholding, and home ownership status. All posted large declines in confidence. 79% of consumers expected bad times in the year ahead for business conditions, the highest since 2009. Uh, 47% of consumers blamed inflation for eroding their living standards, just one point shy of the all-time high reached last reached during the Great Recession back in 2009. So, altogether... Conditions right now are fairly tight. Uh, fairly tight. There's concern about recession, but.
but the housing numbers at least we got some pretty good data there i got one more piece of bad data to share with you and then we're going to turn to some specific topics from news of the week right after this you are listening to the king banyan show on the biz 1440 in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Let's see, if something costs less but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month And that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need, 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Education is absolutely the most critical decision you can make for your children. To get half off, it's a no-brainer. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, his better half, and we're from Oakdale. We wanted a strong Christian school with conservative values. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. I asked the station several times to make sure that I understood that there weren't strings attached, and, and there were no strings attached. The impact on our kids has been amazing. Their critical thinking is stronger, and they're better equipped for life. Yeah, the power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Send your child to a private school for half the cost for their first year. No strings attached. For details and participating schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. You think a lot about your family, your friends, your favorite things to do, but you know what you don't think about? Who's your plumber? Hi, I'm Kayla from Champion Plumbing. And it's okay if the only time you think of us is when something happens, like your water heater quits on you. At Champion Plumbing, we can usually install a new water heater same day. Who's your plumber? Don't think, just call. Champion Plumbing, online at championplumbing.net. That's championplumbing.net. Hi, I'm Anthony Commerce with Commerce Water. A year ago, we introduced wet technology into our softeners. It's exclusive to Commerce. Since then, customers have saved an average of 700 gallons of water and over 300 pounds of salt each year. And you can too. Go to Commerce.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. 
The Biz 1440, thank you so much for being with us today. Good to good to be here. It's a little cloudy out. By the way, this uh, this weekend is, uh, they call it Granite City Days up here. It's the, uh, it's the city festival um, for uh, St. Cloud. Um, and um, so we had two very hot days. Okay, uh, we've got... Uh, We've got Marshall on the uh, controls down there in, at the mothership in Egan and uh, filling in for Daniel this week. Uh, and I, I'm in, I want to know if he would know. Marshall, you're welcome to turn your mic on. Boy, he's getting a lot of new things thrown at him. We're going to make him talk even <laughs> during the show. Well, um, well, sir, uh, Professor, the, uh, I, I spent my time on the other side of the mic. This is the hard part. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, I'm yes, glad it I is. don't do your job. Yes. Uh, anyway, I was going to ask you, um, can you name the you, – you won't be able to name the two bands. There's always this big uh, free concert in the park on uh, during Granite City Days uh, put on by a, lo- a local bank. And um, the bands this year uh, would be familiar to gentlemen of, of a certain age. Uh, which they typically are. They've had like the guests who the grassroots. Uh, uh, they had uh, oh, what's his name, Peter, with uh, Herman's Hermits, Peter, Pe- Peter Noonan, Moon? Peter Noon, yeah, Peter Noon, uh, Herman, Herman's Hermits. Uh, but this year, the Little River Band with guest Ambrosia. Now I love Ambrosia. In fact, yeah. it, it always reminds me of my folks because they always would listen to soft rock as we were driving, and yeah. I, would, I remember it well. Uh, yes, well, you and I are not that, uh, that far apart, and right. I will give uh, – I'm just into the Gen X uh, yep. uh, generation, but you're uh, just to the end of the I'm baby boomers. Boomer. Yes, sir. And you have the greatest music of all time. <laughs> there you go. I do. Uh, so, but uh, I would say uh, not. Uh, that would not have included in my my mind the Little River Band uh, <laughs> at all. I looked at it as like, well, guess what? I'm not going to. But you can't avoid it. I if I'm in my backyard, I hear the I hear the music in the park. So it's not a you know. So and that's sometimes how I I, I how I listen to it is I just put my lawn chair in my front yard, read a book, and listen. Um, but uh, rather than sit in the park with uh, about uh, 5,000 other um, late boomers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. Nothing anyway, wrong with that. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. I was just curious if you were, were a fan of either band. Uh, so so thank you. Oh, one more question, because you'll get, you're going to help me set up for my next segment here. All right. Um, one requirement of every producer uh, there to check the price of a gallon of gas at the station kitty corner to uh, to the mothership. Three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not. Well, I'm sorry. That's that was that was uh, the station closest to my home. So I uh, don't know to next to the mothership how bad she is. Oh, uh, but see, I, I I'm gas. sorry. I'm sorry. That's wrong. Four ninety nine. Um, okay. but I, uh, I also, uh, go to one of those, uh, big box joints where, uh, you get yeah, a little get discount. discount. Yeah. So there it's about four fifty nine. I think is okay. what I'm paying right now. All right. Well, okay. So 
you can get 459 469 up here and that gets me to the first big topic of today so thank thank you marshall uh and um i wanted to explore this uh this with you because um uh, explore this this with you a little bit. We'll get back and we'll do we'll do monetary policy because I know mo- many of my listeners are monetary policy geeks uh, and love this stuff. Um, and I, I I I engage in fan service. Don't you worry. Uh, but one of the things I was very very interested in was was I heard a few things on the news. Um, let me first of all uh, go back and and talk about this um, the the. The one other piece of real economic data from the week was the manufacturing and and services uh, purchasing managers indices. They are down, and I think they were down a little more than than I had expected. Uh, they're still in the expansion territory. So manufacturing service PMI at fifty one point two, that's the lowest since January. Manufacturing's down to fifty two point four. Services are down at. Um, Services are down at fifty one point six, um, so I, I, I was pointing that out because a lot of what we're hearing about are supply issues that are resulting from the inability to find fuel. We're hearing lots of things. We hear the chip thing too, but I'm going to focus on fuel and the fact that we all know the price of gas. I didn't prepare Marshall for the question I just asked him. Yet every one of us drives by or walks by or bicycles by a gas station and the sign for what it costs to buy gas at that gas station is a big sign that's in front of the station and and traveled the world it's not a u.s thing every gas station posts that out there you kind of wonder yourself why do they do that um and why don't you just sort of drive up and not know what the price of gas is and There are lots of reasons for that. But it is very interesting to me to watch this week uh, the conversations happening about a gas tax holiday, which I think is one of the dumber ideas um, that has been put forward. And you can tell because outside of President Biden, it seems like just about everybody's running in the other direction of this thing. So I don't have the clip for you um, from because I, I didn't realize it was out there until early this morning and said, you know what, I've already sent this this new guy, you know, about 15 cuts of, of, of sound to uh, record and put on the board. I'm not sending them anymore. Uh, but um, but uh, Jennifer Granholm, remember, you know who she is? She's the Secretary of Energy. Uh, and she was on and on CNN State of the Union last Sunday, um, and was talking about the fact that that the gas tax actually funds it actually funds uh, uh, the in, part of the infrastructure bill. Uh, so, reading along from a piece, I'll I'll tweet this at you as well from uh, from uh, Joe ba- uh, from uh, excuse me Jim Garrity. At the, the morning jolt, one of those one of those absolutely fabulous newsletters that you should you should read. It's mostly politics, but but he has um he has a what I think is a pretty good grasp of basic economics, um, and 
and he points out suspending the federal gas tax for three months eliminates about $10 billion in federal revenues. On average in the U.S., we spend $48 billion on highways. Now, um, $10 billion doesn't sound much. You go, well, infrastructure bill, that's $1.2 trillion. And it's not that much. because Why? Because the government could simply say, yeah, we didn't collect that $10 billion. We'll just add that to another issue of bonds that we do every every week. We'll just put out some more bonds. We'll borrow a little more. In other words, we'll engage in deficit spending. Um, and and so they were going to go ahead and, and, and do that. Um, it, it, and it is because they are that he, he put that out there. But there are a number of other reasons besides that. It was interesting to me that the energy secretary turns to, well, where will I find another $10 billion for all the spending I'm planning to do? And, and, and Garrity points out, of course, $10 billion doesn't buy as much construction as it used to of, of infrastructure because material prices are higher, labor prices are higher, and so forth. It wouldn't get you nearly as much as as the as before so as it would before and indeed you might actually think to yourself maybe i want to wait on infrastructure until some of these prices come down it might that might not work out so well i doubt they would do that but it's interesting to me when there's a breakthrough out of the typical stations when you listen to my show here on the biz 1440 what you typically hear are pieces from bloomberg which you hear on the biz 1440 during the week uh, during during the weekdays, um, or you hear it on CNBC, or you hear uh, maybe you hear Fox Business, or you watch Yahoo Finance on the internet. Places like that are typically the places we look for news. Where we typically don't look for them are places like State of the Union or Face the Nation, and we certainly don't look for it on CBS. But this is where we found a Bloomberg reporter that I've paid attention to. Her name is Katya Dimitrieva. Um, She's the, an economics reporter for Bloomberg, and she was actually on CBS uh, giving them some information about about uh, what happens with what's happening with this idea for for a gas tax holiday. And she spoke to them on Wednesday. Let's play this uh, Marshall cut number three. It's not a guarantee because we don't have all the answers. We don't know exactly how much of that cut will be passed down to consumers. Um, there's also a lot of questions about the actual economic impact of this. Um, the you know whether it'll be passed down to consumers is one question. There's also the question um, what it could do to the broader economy. If you um, you know this could obviously help a lot of families, but when you're cutting uh, gas uh, gas prices to this extent, you're going to be spending elsewhere so it's not really clear how much it would actually help uh with inflation now i love this and if i was teaching you you if i had you in my classroom for principles of economics right now i would actually play that for you and say okay let's diagram what she just said okay and we would actually so i'm going to do something and you know poor marshall he's having to learn all this learn all these things i do on my radio program here's what we're going to do after this this break and in just just a second here what we're going to do after the break is we're going to actually play that for you a second time and we're going to illustrate for you how that actually works as you think about economics i'm going to tell you katya here 
actually probably had a good economics course somewhere in her past because she described this exactly right. We'll be back right after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. This is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Free, what a great word. We're often asked if we give free estimates. The truth is that very little is actually free, but we absolutely do offer free, no obligation estimates on roofing, siding, gutters, and windows, and we feel privileged to do so. This makes me think of the incredible cost of salvation. So costly that nobody, nobody can afford it. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. The only way to pay our sin debt is with death. Ouch. The verse continues with, But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Honestly, there is very little cost to us doing an estimate for you, and we actually get the benefit of meeting you too. But think of the cost of salvation. If you have any questions about your home's exterior or about the free gift of salvation, please look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. United We Pledge has partnered with Balance of Nature to help ensure traditional American freedoms exist for us and for future generations. United We Pledge is raising money to build an American Village West campus that will house replicas of key historic buildings and realistic portrayals of the men and women who helped shape this nation. This village will provide educational experiences for youth and families. To raise funds and bring awareness to this project, world record-holding endurance athlete Tom Jones is running 76 consecutive marathons from the original American Village in Alabama to the future home of the American Village West in Washington County, Utah. He will be powered by Balance of Nature Fruits and Veggies. Balance of Nature is proud to provide fruits and veggies in a Patriot Pack for a limited time to support this effort. A portion of the proceeds from each Patriot Pack will go directly to United We Pledge to help build this project. Use promo code VILLAGE to receive 35% off your first preferred order. Go to buypatriotpack.com to start your pledge to help preserve the freedoms we value. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Very nice to be with you this morning. Uh, 651-289-4477, the number with questions and comments. 651-289-4477. It's fun to talk to people on the show. We're trying to to help people understand 
why a gas tax holiday is a bad idea. Why is it a bad idea? And I'm going to go back and play this again, and we're going to do a little bit, and we're going to contrast. We're going to contrast this reporter who was on CBS, not not pulling this off of. Uh, I'm not pulling this off of Breitbart or something. This is on on mainstream news stations. Uh, Katya Dimitrieva from uh, from Bloomberg, uh, a, an economics reporter for them was trying to explain why this would be a bad idea, and I'm going to sh- tell you how this is such good economics she's, she's giving you right here. Cut number three. It's not a guarantee because we don't have all the answers. We don't know exactly how much of that cut will be passed down to consumers. Um, there's also a lot of questions about the actual economic impact of this. Um, the you know whether it'll be passed down to consumers is one question. There's also the question um, what it could do to the broader economy. If you um, you know this could obviously help a lot of families, but when you're cutting uh, gas uh, gas prices to this extent, you're going to be spending elsewhere so it's not really clear how much it would actually help uh with inflation so it is it is um there are two things she says that i think need explanation this is what i would have you do in my classroom okay i want you to think about about uh think about this in terms of what what do we tell people you know if you want to make an economist it's the old joke you take a parrot and you teach it the word supply and demand boom you got an economist um, it's not quite that simple, uh, but but let's let's use the supply and demand analysis to talk about what we're doing. Okay, so first of all, let's imagine, let's think about the supply of gas at that station. In the very short run, between the uh, between the 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 times that you get delivery of gas, you actually have a fixed amount of gasoline. If you sell that gas, what's the cost to you? I always remind people the cost is not what what you paid to put the stuff in the ground in the tank that you have right now, but it's the cost of what it would take to replace it next week or next month or next year. Right? We use opportunity costs, and opportunity costs is the cost of the action, right? What's the cost of the action of me selling you a gallon of gas? For me to get another gallon of gas, it would cost me this. I would forego the opportunity of selling it at a higher price next week. Therefore, I might decide, decide, you know what, I'm not going to sell it to you for this price this week. I'm going to wait next week, and I'm going to be able to sell it to, to, to the guy down the road for $0.10 a gallon more. So that pushes the price up now. But in the short run, I can't really adjust the price of gasoline. If I look at production, in the short run, I can't really adjust prices very much. In the terms of an economist, we would say that the, the supply of gasoline is highly inelastic. Inelastic means it takes a very large change in price to induce any additional gas to get to the pump in the short run in the longer run it you can get more gas because now you'll get ships turning from going overseas to coming to u.s shores you'll prevent some of the gas that we might be exporting to other countries instead keeping it here in the united states and so forth but that takes time in the short run you don't see much of a change and in a and this holiday is only three months so when she says when she says, what's the impact of this? Does it really change the price? Will it change the price very much? No, it doesn't. It simply shifts the, you know, when you analyze 
the incidence of a tax increase or a decrease on a good that's inelastic in supply and in demand, we don't change what we buy very much in terms of gasoline based on the price. We typically have to just sort of suck it up and maybe go out to eat once one time less or so forth. We simply buy the gas, right? So when we change that that tax, most of that money will actually transmit back to the seller of the gas and not much of it gets to be a decrease in the a decrease in the a, a decrease in the price to the consumer. But then Dmitrieva goes further and says goes further and says Hey, and if I give you a bunch of money that you no longer have to give to the gas station, you're going to go spend that on something else. That's great. But, hey, supply is tight in a lot of different areas. And that might just push prices up even further at a time when we're suffering from high inflation. So for both these reasons, a gas tax holiday is kind of a dumb idea. Um. Compare her analysis to the analysis you get from President Biden, who this was Tuesday speaking about speaking about uh, or excuse me Thursday speaking about uh, uh, what they should what they think you should do with the gas tax. Uh, let's do this uh, cut number two. When the cost of oil does come down, we need the price at the gas stations that they what they charge at the pump to come down as well. For example. In the last two weeks, the price of oil has fallen by more than $10 a barrel. Normally, this reduced the cost of the pump about 25 cents a gallon. Yet, so far, gas stations have only reduced prices by a few cents a gallon. So that was what, and I, I will say there, he actually was, gave this in a, it was clearly something that had been prepared to do that analysis, but it's the wrong analysis because you're using the price, the past price, and it's one of the things I always try to emphasize to people. I had this conversation about 10 days ago with a good friend of mine who's an accountant who would use an analysis like you just heard, and I said, yeah, but you know, man, it's not what the price was for what you bought. You make your decision on pricing based on the price you expect to receive and what you expect to pay. What do you think prices are going to be next week? That the price, remember, one of the reasons why the price is down right now is because we've had a decrease in our ability to send natural gas overseas. We've, we, it's harder for us to send goods overseas right now because, because it's so hard to find ships because we've had that explosion in a plant uh, in Texas that uh, stopped us from sending liquefied natural gas to Europe. So the price of LNG in Europe went up. The price of LNG in the United States went down. But when the demand for gasoline, generally speaking, is increasing in the world because COVID is ending, when you get that increase in, in, when you get that imp- increase in demand, that's going to transmit back to the United States, and it's not going to come off here, okay, because, because we're just going to be encouraged to send that gas overseas instead. Let me, uh, let me play some more of, uh, of uh, Dimitrieva's uh, interview on CBS. This is from Wednesday, cut number four. 
Goldman Sachs economists estimated that it would be about um, 0.18 percentage points. Um, that seems like a lot. Pre-pandemic, we would have said that was a lot. But right now, we're sitting at 8.6% inflation year over year. That's a 40-year high. So, um, you know, cutting 0.18 off of that, uh, it's not clear that it's going to be uh, very impactful for consumers. So if the administration is trying to change the tune and say, hey, look, we found some way to control inflation, it in and of itself will not do very much. I actually think the 0.18 number is meant to reflect the fact that, uh, for the most part, the gas price won't come down. It won't come down by 18 cents. And then let's add one more piece to this. Let's add one more piece to this, which is this point. The goal of the administration was not only to get Congress to pass the holiday, but then also to ask states to also pass a gas tax holiday. Now, here in Minnesota, our legislature is out of session, and it doesn't look, you know, the governor could ask them to come back and pass a gas tax holiday. They might vote for it. They might not. I, uh, but, but you haven't heard that. And the reason you haven't heard that is, is for the reason brought up before that, that, that Energy Secretary Granholm brought up. If you, unlike, if you reduce the gas tax, that's less money in your highway, highway and bridges fund to fund uh, road infrastructure. And unlike the federal government, which can just go borrow the money instead, states like Minnesota have, have uh, budget rules, constitutional budget rules that do not permit them to go borrow money for current expenditures. They would have to pass a bonding bill with a supermajority to replace the tax money if that was what they chose to do. So that's not likely to happen at all. Okay? And so I don't think this really has very much impact whatsoever. It has gone backwards. And I, I will tell you that analysis that pre the president tried to provide really didn't do a good, really doesn't really help us understand it. We've got a couple more pieces. I saw Dan Jurgen uh, on uh, CNBC on Thursday. Dan Jurgen is still in my mind after 40 years, one of the premier minds and thinking of long term about, about oil. And we'll hear from him right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. It's a beautiful the Biz 1440 KYCR Golden Valley. Education is absolutely the most critical decision you can make for your children. To get half off, it's a no-brainer. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, his better half, and we're from Oakdale. We wanted a strong Christian school with conservative values. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. I asked the station several times to make sure that I understood that there weren't strings attached. And, and there were no strings attached. The impact on our kids has been amazing. Their critical thinking is stronger, and they're better equipped for life. Yeah, the power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Send your child to a private school for half the cost for their first year. No strings attached. For details and participating schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. 
Are you looking for Speed Queen, LG, Whirlpool, GE, Maytag, or Frigidaire appliances with savings up to 50% off? Hey, it's Michael, owner of Appliance Renew. We sell new scratch and ding washers, dryers, microwaves, stoves, fridges, and more. I bet you think the appliances are really roughed up, looking like they've been dropped out of a 747 or kicked by a kangaroo. Not at all. Most things are so small, no one will see them but you. Why spend full retail when you can get a better value, save money, and take it home today? Our large selection of scratch and ding appliances changes weekly. Appliance Renew is located in downtown Farmington. Call me at 612-564-9207 or visit ApplianceRenew.com. Experience a better value and save up to 50% off major brand new scratch and ding appliances. Saving money is worth the drive when a little ding doesn't mean a thing at Appliance Renew. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Brighten someone's day with a free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, the Biz 1440. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, I'm actually going to do this in reverse order uh, to to the uh, to what we were talking about. I want to play first of all. Uh, mentioned uh, Dan Jurgen. Dan was on, uh, who's written several books on oil going back, oh gosh, the early mid '80s. I was just out of grad school, I think, when I read his first read the first book uh, of his that. I found good, and he's still going strong, you know, 30-some years, 35, 37 years later. Uh, and uh, anyway, I'd like to play a little bit of him. He was on CNBC on Thursday and was talking about the oil market. And, and if you want to understand the oil market, to me, it's like you should start with Dan Jurgen and then, and then continue. Let's play, let's play him first, cut number 13 is beginning a discussion about how we prepare if a refinery uh, is hit by hurricanes in the Gulf Coast. And I think that this is the kind of dialogue that we need to have on a regular basis. So that and and the point being here, how is it that we would we would handle emergencies like this plant blowing up in Texas? What happens if a refiner goes offline? What would that look like? For us, and how would we deal with it? Because it does seem evident that there isn't a lot of of um, there isn't a lot of flexibility. There's not a lot of capacity. Indeed, when the Biden administration sent this letter, which was dated when I want to say it was uh, on the fifteenth, so this was ten days ago, 
They sent a letter to Marathon Petroleum, Valero, Exxon, Phillips, um, uh, uh, BP, and Shell. Um, um, he sends this letter out. Says, "Hey, let's let's uh, let's talk about why you don't have any refining capacity." Well, they're struggling with with what's here, and they're struggling with. Uh, uh, what's happening to to being able to produce uh in the refineries let's go back and and let's get the right cut here uh uh marshall cut number 13. there's some things that can be done like relaxing summertime requirements on gasoline which would give more flexibility perhaps using relaxing the jones uh, act restrictions and moving gasoline from the from the uh gulf coast to the east coast you know, there are things like that. And maybe there's also some extra product in Canada that could be brought in if the specifications. But basically, this is a global problem. So, yes, it's a global problem. And all we're getting from the White House is, first of all, browbeating. Why did you take a million uh, a million barrels per day of refining capacity offline? There are a variety of reasons. There's been fires in refineries. There has been... There's been conversion to clean energy, which the Biden administration has been promoting and supporting. Um, and and we're basically have run ourselves very thin, which then gets us to, I think, what you played before. But I'll ask for it again. Uh, cut number 14, uh, Marshall. Is beginning a discussion about how we prepare if a refinery uh, is hit by hurricanes in the Gulf Coast. And I think but this is the kind of dialogue that we need to have on a regular basis. And that's not happening because because there's no faith. There's too much variability in the price. Instead, we are using some using a, a gas tax holiday that, frankly, my first year students would know that's probably not going to get the price down. That's probably not. Yergin goes on. Cut number fifteen. I think that's a very important point. Clearly, the message a couple of years ago, even a year ago, is you may as well shut down your refinery because everybody's going to be driving an electric car. I think the big change and to kind of put a framework around it is a new focus on energy security and that these changes take time. And that as, a, as a world, as a country, we're continuing to be 80 percent roughly dependent on hydrocarbons. And so uh, I think there is a... Um, a realization, and you see it in, in the Biden administration a year ago, they were not calling for more production of domestic oil. They were not calling for more refinery uh, utilization. By the way, we're at, maxed out and the refineries can't run any higher than they are. Uh, but that's I think that's the evidence of the change at hand, that you've got to deal with the world as it is today. And that's that is sort of the classic problem, I think, for many many uh, politicians is is that they have this view, I command it, therefore it will happen. And that's not how that's not how things are. The world there is in the in the famous word, words I've always thought of uh, uh, from Thomas Sowell is uh, is that these folks have a cosmic vision of reality that they can snap their fingers and it will happen. Whereas the economist in me views the world as tragic. There's trade-offs all the way down. And the choices that were made one and two years ago, as Jurgen points out, are coming back to haunt them now. Stan Mayer, who's the, uh, who is uh, the chief, uh, chief strategist at uh, uh, mid, uh, mid energy, Midstream Energy uh, 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 trader uh, Hotchkiss and Wiley, was on CNBC yesterday 
it had this to say. This is cut number 11, Marshall. But the real issue is longer term. Um, everything that's been proposed, whether it's uh, an export ban, uh, windfall profit tax, drop of gasoline taxes, uh, some of those will make the situation worse. Um, but really, there's been nothing proposed for the long run. And that's that's what's concerning. And, and I don't think it's going to happen because I, 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 th- this administration goes back and forth. Uh, it continues to argue that you that it needs a green needs a green uh, energy strategy that it believes that in the future hydrocarbons will be a thing of the past uh, and something that we le- it's something we leave behind. But what that means is then if you haven't invested that capacity, if you want to allocate scarce goods, you can use prices. And if you don't like what that does because you get too many people blaming you because they see the signs on the gas station like they do now, uh, you can try to do something else. But frankly, there are no long-term solutions being provided. And without those long-term solutions, I don't see us having any opportunity, any likelihood that we're going to see an increase in excuse me, a, 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 a decrease in the price of gas. I do not forecast that gas prices will significantly decline unless we enter a sharp recession here in the next few months, which I don't think is going to happen, which is what's called a tease in the radio business, because I'm going to tell you why I don't think it's going to happen in the next hour coming up here, because I do think there's a recession coming, but I don't think it's for a year yet. And uh, we shouldn't be planning on it. We'll talk about that right after these messages here on the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matami Dive. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like. Uh, giraffe there were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it but there were other things that needed addressing and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and and doing some electrical and things like that all of which jtr gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me it was an amazing transformation in fact my brother-in-law who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association.
If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-457-9220. 800-457-9220. That's 800-457-9220. Common ground for the first time investor. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.